there is land in it. And Father, we ask that you break open the bread of life for your people here today. Lord, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for your love, your never-ending love, your unfailing, undying love. And we thank and praise you. Now, Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. And we give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> and praise God. Well, we're going to talk about being in the heat of the battle. What do you do when you're in the thick of things? You ever been there? <clears throat> in the heat of the battle. Amen. Where you, you, you run into depression and discouragement, you know, offenses, um, even shortcomings when you're di- disappointed in yourself and you don't know how to get rid of that condemnation. Sometimes your trouble doesn't just come from the enemy. Sometimes we're a part of it. Amen. But in all these things, you know, um, poverty, sickness, you may have some issues with discouragement and depression and all of these things that the devil likes to hit believers with because he's just that kind of dirty devil. Don't love us, don't like us, and he wants to utterly kill us. Amen. Don't ever think the devil is going to let you go free. Amen. We've been set free once by Jesus, and the devil hates that. But we do have victory over him. Amen. We do have victory. But when you're in the thick of things, and you think there's no way out, and I'm just going to say this because it's not true, but the devil kind of have you pinned against the wall. And you feel, see, we don't operate out of our emotions. Bad thing to do. Like a good soldier, we don't operate that way. But, you know, we need to know military strategy. <clears throat> Amen? And one thing that they do have a school for the military people who are leaders in the nation. I think a lot of presidents have gone. There's places where they can send you for military strategy when you're a leader, amen, you know, in doing something in this country. And they all tell uh, the people that go there, they say, don't dig a foxhole, Amen. Because the enemy will know where you are, you are, and he'll go in there and he'll get you, kill you. So he says, don't dig a foxhole. So you know not to dig a foxhole. Why? Because you stop and you park somewhere. But God is saying in this hour to you, he's saying I'm imparting wisdom. Amen? He always impart wisdom to his people. He says, don't ever park somewhere. <laughs> Amen. But stay ready. Amen. Stay ready. Okay, so what do you do when all of these things have come against you? You keep advancing. Y'all thought I was going to give y'all something deep. Keep advancing. Amen. That's what you do when you're in the military. You continue to advance. In other words, you don't stop and you definitely don't quit. Amen. You don't quit. I don't care how bad you feel. I don't care how bad somebody treated you. I don't care how big the offense is. You don't quit. 
Amen. You continue to stand. You continue to move forward. You advance. You keep moving. You run. In fact, it means to run. Amen. You advance in faith. You keep your faith advancing. I'm telling you, your faith will see you through. Amen. You mean I got enough faith to win this battle? It's already won. Amen. But you stay in faith because God will see you through. I think that's sometimes that's all we need to know. Keep advancing in faith. Keep moving. Keep running. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't stop to dig a foxhole. Don't let the enemy know because that's really hiding from the enemy. Amen. Hallelujah. Stay visible, but keep moving. Don't be a sure target, but keep running. Running with the word of God. Keep running with the spirit of God. Amen. Because God has not left you. If you feel like you're in that place, God has not left you. Even if you quit, he still haven't left you. You may get yourself in deeper trouble. Amen. But he's still with you, so don't give up. That's the one thing a military will teach you is never give up, never give in to the enemy. Keep advancing. Keep running. Keep marching. Keep going. Don't quit. Don't park anywhere. Don't stop. Amen. God doesn't want you to stop. He doesn't want you to give up. You've already won this war. Amen. You have victory. It's more than just the same. You know, people, I know they get tired because I say, I'm tired of hearing that I have victory and I feel like the devil is standing on my head. <laughs> but keep advancing. See, your victory is in your mind. Your victory is in your heart. If you know who you are, you know that God has not, not left you. He never leaves you nor forsake you. So you have to know that victory is yours. You have to know that. See, there's some things that you have to know being a believer. One thing is God will never leave you, that he's not mad at you. Amen? He is not mad at you, and that he would never desert you. So we have victory. We have victory through Jesus Christ. Don't try to do this yourself. Know that he is with you always. Amen? You know, we need strategy to get us from point A to point B. That's why the military has plans. And they have a strategy for everybody to win this war. Well, so does God. Amen. He has a plan to get you from point A to point B. Sometimes that's all you can do. If that's all you can do, just go to point A. And when you get there, don't park there and then get some strength to go to part, uh, point B. But God is with you. He is with you, and he has never left you at all. So what do you do when you're in the thick of the battle? Keep advancing. Amen. Keep advancing. It may not be the answer you want, but it's the answer you need. Don't quit. Don't stop. Keep going. Keep believing. Keep advancing your faith. Keep feeding your faith. Amen? No, uh, keep speaking to that mountain and consider it done. I mean, consider that mountain disappeared. You have to consider some things and not consider most things. Consider that you are uh, uh, that you are you are victorious. Consider those things that God has told you, but don't consider your position. Amen. In the natural, your natural position. Why? Because God is with you. He's with you already. Amen. 
Hallelujah. So don't dig your own grave. Satan would try to stop you, but keep going. Keep advancing. Because God is with you, and he'll lead and guide you. He's leading and guiding you. Just follow. I don't want to say the yellow brick road, but follow God. Amen? Follow that unction within. Do what you know to do, and you will make it to the other side. As long as you make it to the other side, that's what's important. It doesn't matter which, what's, what opposition you come against. doesn't matter because God is handling everything for you. Amen. Why don't we turn to First Timothy. Hallelujah. It's one thing for believers to talk faith. Oh, yeah, I, 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 you know, I bind that, and that. You know, talk in faith. Hallelujah. But it's another thing to believe in faith. To believe what you're saying, to believe what God has told you. It's another thing to walk in it, walk in faith, where you're in the heat of the battle. You know, all that talk disappears when you're faced with the, the enemy. You're, you, he's in your face. Amen. What do you do? Amen. You believe what God has told you. You believe that the position that you're in is a, is a winning position. See, if we, we would look at ourselves differently, we, we look at ourselves wrong. We don't see things clearly. We see things according to the flesh. You have to see with spiritual eyes and know that God is with you and he can deliver you out of the worst situations. Amen. He is with you until the ends of the earth. Never give up on, never give up on your situation. It'll get better. Well, why isn't it better now? I don't know. But I know one thing, trials and tribulation don't last forever. At some point, the devil has to let you go. Sometimes it's just a simple thing as telling him, let me go. Your time is up. Sometimes you have to call time on the devil. Amen. And just let him know you're not quitting. You're not faking out. You're not getting weak. And you can out, I'm not going to say outrun him. But you can outwit him with your wisdom. Amen. As long as you know God is with you, you, you're a winner. So, amen. He can turn these things around. You know, we need a supernatural turnaround. So we have to call in our supernatural faith. Supernatural faith for a supernatural turnaround. So how do you do that? Trusting. Trusting in what God has already done. See, if we will understand that the, the legal part of redemption is that it's already done. It's in the past. That's the legal part. Amen? The vital part of redemption is that you've got to call it into being. Call those things that be not as though they were. But if we could understand, I think the first part is that legal part of redemption. I'm redeemed. So what does that entail? That it's already done. It's in the it's past tense. I'm saved. I am saved. Past tense. I am healed. Past tense. You know? So if we could remember that these things are already given to us, all we have to do is step out and receive it by faith. 
And so that's why we don't need to let our faith go. We hold on to that faith, and we advance in faith. You advance, I think you advance in the natural where you are from one plateau to another, and you also advance in faith. How do you advance in faith? By understanding your redemption. The legal, the legal part of your redemption is it is done. It's been done already. So, okay, so then what's my problem? You just have to live that, live it out and get it into the natural realm, amen, by receiving what God has for you. I think the biggest thing is knowing, knowing. And then that vital side of your redemption will come into play when you understand and know that it's already done, amen. Amen. It's already done. I didn't want to confuse you even more. So I'll just stop and say it's already done. Receive it. Amen. Because there's some things that's already, things already, it's already written. So if it's already written and it's already done, you have to receive what's already been done for you. Amen. And this is what causes us to continue to advance in our faith. Believing things that be not as though they were. Because it's already done. So if God has already done it, then all you have to do is believe it. And receive it. Amen. Okay, so First Timothy 6, verse 12, it says, fight the good fight of faith. But the part I like is it says, lay hold of eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed a good confession in the presence of witnesses. Amen. Amen. Lay hold. That means take it. Grab it. Lay hold of what God's already done. Lay hold uh, of that legal part of, of our redemption that cannot be changed. It's etched in uh, stone. <laughs> It's a law, so it cannot be changed. So if it can't be changed, well, maybe I can get it. You already got it. Amen. God is already helping you. He's already lifting you up. He's already taking care of the devil. He's already giving him an uppercut. He's already beat him up. Amen. All you need to do is give him a black eye by hitting him with the word of God. Amen. If you hate the devil and you hate what he's doing, you hit him in the head. Like uh, David did Goliath, hit him right in the head. Amen. When you hit the devil with the word of God, you knock him out. Keep advancing. Keep advancing in faith. Keep running. Keep doing all of the things that you need to keep believing. Don't stop believing because you get discouraged. Don't don't stop believing because you get dis, dismayed or you get offended or, or whatever happens. Keep moving with God. That, see, all those things are designed by the devil to knock you out. Get out of your head. You ever heard that expression? Get out of your head. Amen. Get into God's heart. You know, God will never cause me to fail. He doesn't set you up for failure. This war is already won. All I need to do is watch my footing. 
Watch where I'm walking. Watch what I'm hearing. You know, you got to guard your heart with all diligence. Take heed what you listen to. And then when the battle comes, you know, where the devil's raging, his lies at you and raging uh, uh, insults, nothing seems to be working. Just keep advancing in faith. See, you've already got the faith. That's another part of your legal, the legal part of redemption is you already got the faith because you've been given the measure. So everything's already done. Are y'all getting me? But it's kind of like you got to call for it. When you get in certain situations, call for it. You know what I'm saying? Call for it. You know, faith, I need you more. Come, come forth. You know, God, when you need more faith, he gives it to you. Because it's already, it's already given. If we could just remember, it's already done. It's already given. The devil wouldn't, wouldn't be able to play with our heads. Because that's what he does. He plays with our heads. Amen. So we need to be empowered with violent faith. Because violent faith won't let go. You know, some people quit so easily. Violent faith don't let go until it gets what it wants. Amen. (laughs) It doesn't let go until it gets victory. And we need to understand and know that victory's already been won. All we're doing on the vital side of our redemption is trying to get it in the natural so that we can feel like we won, so we can feel victorious. And that's just a simple thing is believing you received it when you prayed. Believing that God is with you into eternity. In other words, he's not going to let you go tomorrow or next week. But he's with you all the way. Amen. Empowered people are world changers because they don't give up. Amen. They also have spiritual boldness, which comes from God. In other words, they keep advancing in faith. So we need to fight the good fight of faith. In other words, when you fight the good fight, you continue to trust God no matter what you see in the natural. No matter how you feel, don't, don't um, let your feelings dominate your fight. See, you can lose a fight. You won the war because of your redemption. But you can lo- lose a battle, I'll say, because of your thinking. Amen. When you feel like, we feel like, I don't feel victorious. I don't feel like I won that war. Amen. But this is what I wrote, and this is profound. Our faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. That's 1 Corinthians 2, 1. You can turn there. Our faith does not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. You may not feel like you're victorious. Don't, so don't, don't even go by your feelings. Don't live out of how you feel. Just know that you are. Because <laughs> you know I am. Amen. So when you know I am, you are. So go with what you know. And you know that you have victory. And you, but your, your victory is not... 
standing in the wisdom of men. Don't even trust your own wisdom. Amen? But in the power of God. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 2. In the power of God. In other words, you're trusting God for this outcome. Because you believe you receive when you pray. When you ask, you believe that you receive. Amen? 1 Corinthians 2, verse 1. And it says, and I, brother, well, let's see. Yeah, verse 1. And I, brother, and then I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech, this is Paul talking, or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. Amen. He says, for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Amen. In other words, keep your eyes on Christ. This is what Paul is saying. This is how he, he got victory, kept his eyes on Christ. It says here in verse 3, I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. Amen. And that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. In other words, don't look at what man can do for you. Don't look at what you can conjure up with your strength. But trust God. Amen? Ask God to show up and show out. Trust him. Rely on him. Rely on and trust in the hand of God. Amen? Every battle that you read in the Old Testament and everything that the disciples did in the New Testament was all, all of it, all of their victory depended on the hand of God. They didn't go out doing anything in their own strength. They depended on the hand of God and they never forgot that. You know, and he's done so many great things to so many great men. He called them great when they were nobody. He called them great Gideon. He called them a great warrior. He was a coward. So you have to trust in God. Trust in what he thinks about you, what he said about you, not somebody else. Amen. Trust in where you're going, not where you've been. Don't look back. Amen. Not looking at the former things. But trust in what God's already done for you and that he's making all things new. He's creating things just for you. He's creating things. You know, hand, I call it uh, to fit like a glove for us. He knows what size your hand is, so to speak. In other words, he knows what he's doing with your life and mine. And so we're to trust him, amen, and don't depend on uh, eloquent words or excellency of speech or the knowledge of men, but but depend on what God has for you and rely on it. Can I take that to the bank? Yes, you can. You can rely on what God has for you, what he's already done. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's see. Second Corinthians 10. Hallelujah. 
lean on, trust in, and re- trust and rely on the Lord Jesus Christ and what he's already done. See, what he only had to do it once. After he did it once, he was done. Amen. Hallelujah. We keep advancing in faith and operating in the demonstration of the Holy Spirit. See, we're not operating in our own power. We're operating in the demonstration of the Spirit of God. Amen. As we advance into victory through our faith, it does it it does through violent spiritual conflict and warfare that we win. See, the, the, in other words, the Holy Spirit comes out and fights for you, puts on his boxing gloves, and punches the devil out one more time for you. He's already out, but he just does it to demonstrate his love for us. Amen? And so we have to depend on and trust in that power that also resides in us through the Holy Spirit. So 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4 It says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. Amen. And it says, in casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and that's where you and the Holy Spirit come in. You cannot trust what goes on in your brain. In fact, that will mess things up real good. Amen. But you've got to trust in and rely on the Holy Spirit and what has already been done for you. But trust what's already been done. Hallelujah. Trust what's already been done. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Everything, every lofty thing, every, everything that you think you know, everything that your friend has, has told you, and reassured you of it will fall to pieces but what god has spoken what god has said will never fail every high thing everything that enters into your mind that tells you to do this or do that don't don't depend on that kick that out in fact the bible says casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god casting those things down amen Amen. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. What does that mean? You cannot win a spiritual war in your mind, in your head. You cannot win a spiritual war doing what you think is best. But that's when you have to keep advancing in faith and, and allow God to speak to you and tell you what to do. See, his, his plans are always perfect. Our plans might work. But his plans are perfect. Why? Because they've already been tested and tried. And so they are already working for us. Amen? And so we, when we're faced with challenges, when we're faced with obstacles, this is why we don't quit. You keep advancing. You keep challenging that voice that's on the inside of you until you know that that's God. And I'm telling you, God will change the situation. He'll do it all by himself because he's God all by himself. When we're still wondering what's going on, he's already done it. For an example, when, uh, you know, the, the Army had false, a lot of false uh, ammunition that didn't work because it came from the Middle East. 
and Hector had some of those weapons that didn't shoot. And I think he contacted Tanya, and she talked to him. We prayed, and he took cover. He was shooting, and, and it was already over. They said, Hector, Hector, it's already over. Open your eyes, you know. And see, that's a good example of how God will step in when you pray and when you trust him, when you advance in your faith. He advanced in his faith when he called for help. When he prayed in the spirit, he advanced in his faith. And when he looked up, it was over. They say, stop shooting, it's over. Because the Holy Spirit came to his defense, amen? And not one person in his company, if I'm saying it right, Tanya's not here, was hurt. And they were ambushed. And they were uh, sealed in, and there was no way in and no way out. But God, in his great mercy and wisdom, see, God is... The Spirit of God is so smart, so much. When we ask, it's done. Believe, you receive when we ask. And he's already taken care of the problem. Know that God never leads you into ambush. He never does that. Amen? But he has the upper hand on the enemy every time. Don't ever think the devil is more powerful than God because he's not. It's just that you need to understand God's ways. And when we understand God's ways, it's a breeze for God. Amen? So when we're faced with challenges, when we're faced with obstacles, don't quit, but trust God. Push, push your faith a little further. Keep advancing that faith and push it further. Amen? And it makes no difference what we go through as long as you come out on the other side. With God, you come out on the other side. Amen? You always come out on the other side. We know that everything happens to us. Okay, let's see. That scripture that says God works everything together for the good. Don't you just dislike that scripture sometimes? Because it's like, well, how is this for the good? But see, what we have to do is we have to stay in faith and stay in understanding and stay in wisdom because everything that happens to us we know ain't good. And, and everything that God does is good. So I believe he takes those things that are not good and he makes them good. But sometimes when people say that scripture, they're talking like, you know, it's a good situation. It's not. Amen. It can be a bad, a horrible situation, but know that God will make a horrible situation right. It's our mind and our thinking that screws up and makes a situation seem worse than what it is. Because when, by the time we get done with how we feel and, you know, emotions, we don't live out of emotions. Amen. Not not one of those uh, Ten Commandments were written out of emotion. Amen. They were written out of the pure sovereignty of God. And he expects us to do all of them. Amen. And so what we have to do is trust God. Trust him. He'll never fail you. When you don't know what to do, trust him. Call on him. Call on the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Have you ever done that? I know I have. Where is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Where is this God of deliverance? He's right here with us. He's right here in your heart. Amen. And so God works these things together for the good, but he knows what's good for you. You have to take that 
scripture and understand exactly what it means. Now let's go over to Romans 8. I'll be finished soon. It's not going to be a long day. So don't get sleepy, y'all. I feel you. Don't get sleepy. Yeah, I've been known to put them to sleep before. Hallelujah. I won't explain things away, but I'll just let you meditate on it. Romans 8. My page is very torn. (laughs) Hallelujah. But when fear grips you, what do you do? Battle pressures. You ever had battle trip pressures in your mind? I have. (laughs) Stress, fear, anxiety, constant pressure of the mind comes. This enemy, it's an attack of the enemy. Amen. So you know you can't retreat. You already got that. So the answer is always going to be the same thing. You know, whenever you ask God something, he's going to tell you the same thing. Amen. Hallelujah. You need a rhema word from God right now. And you can't make a, 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 an emotional decision when you need a rhema word from God. Amen. Never make an emotional decision. So right now, what do I do? You call on a now God or right now God. See, faith is now. Now faith is. So you call on that now faith and you advance in that. In other words, go with what you know. You ever been in a situation where you needed God to tell you something now? You didn't know how to answer somebody, but you you didn't worry about it because it was too close for comfort to even worry. You ever been in a place where God will tell you what to do? He'll give you a rhema word in season, but trust in that. Don't even try to figure out what you're going to say. Trust in that because God is with you, and he already has the response that you need to give the enemy. Amen. And he gives that to you, and somehow you may think back and say, now where did I get that from? That doesn't even make sense, but God makes it work. Now, that's when he works things together for the good of those who love him. See, that's how God works. He doesn't doesn't allow bad situations and then work them out. Amen. The devil causes bad situations. But when you're in a bad situation and you call on God, he will make sure that you have the right response so that the devil can leave you alone. Amen. So don't, in other words, don't even depend on your knowledge because don't forget you're not operating and standing in the wisdom of men but in the, the power and the demonstration of God. And so you trust in the spirit. You trust in that voice that's coming from, you don't know where it came from, <laughs> but it came from God. And you execute it against the enemy, and it always works because God works it together. He works it together for the good. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, let's see where we're at. We're at Romans 8. It says, for we were saved by hope. 824. But hope that is seen is not hope. If you see hope, then you don't need hope because hope is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why do he hope for it? You don't have to hope for anything that you've already seen. Amen. But if we, verse 25, but if we hope 
For what we do not see, we wait eagerly for it with patience and composure. Amen. So in other words, God is saying this, look, you're saved by hope. Don't ever give up because there is hope. You're saved by hope. So execute hope in your life. In other words, there is something else that you you can pull for or hope for or you you hope that it happens. In other words, you're not up against a brick wall with no way out. There is hope. Amen. And you can still uh, hope that God is with you and he's going to make that change. And I believe when we're at that place, he always comes through. He always comes through for us. Now, Romans 8.26, I didn't have those other scriptures. So let's see, 20... 26. Don't have that either. Thank you. It says, in the same way the Spirit comes to us and helps us in our weaknesses. So when you're in the thick of the battle, God knows your position. He knows that you're weak. And so the Holy Spirit helps our weaknesses or helps our infirmities. Amen. Hallelujah. And it says, we do not know what to pray. You ever been in a position where you just done prayed until you, you don't know what to pray? You wrung out. I'm wrung out from praying. And it says, but we do not know what prayer to offer or how to offer it as we should. But the Spirit himself knows our need. And at the, at the right time, and I'm saying this again, at the right time. Are you going to feel that? No. Are you going to feel secure in that? No. But it's a thing where you're just going to have to trust God that at the right time, God will show up. Amen. It disappeared. Just a second, folks. Okay. So at the right time, he will come forth. Amen. He'll come forth and, and help you. The Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf with sighs and groans too deep for words. Sometimes your situation is too deep. Sometimes you just can't figure it out. Amen. And you just need God to come. And you don't want to hear all that stuff anyway. You just want something to change real quick. The Holy Spirit intercedes. He in, and he intervenes. He changes right at the right time. Amen. This is why we have to keep advancing in our faith. I think when you advance in your faith, you have now faith. That's now faith. It's victorious faith. It's the faith that don't quit. It's the faith that can't be shut down. It's, it's the faith that when you, you, you ever seen these fighters, the prize fighters, you know, they, they hit you with that power punch and they're down. And then they look back and thought he was down. They look back, he got back up. Amen. You say, mm, I'm going to have to hit him with something else harder than what I hit him with because he ain't down to stay. So you got to let, you got to allow that the Holy Spirit to help you punch the devil out because he, he comes back. And then like Jesus, when he kept hitting him with that power word, he went and stayed away for a season. So you got to hit him between the eyes. And make him leave you alone. How do you do that with the Holy Spirit's help? Sometimes it's with groanings that cannot be uttered. But the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us 
so we don't have to think about what we're going to say. Amen. The Holy Spirit knew you was going to get in this trouble. He already has. He searched out your heart already. Amen. He searched out your heart, and he already knows what you need, and he's there to help you. All we need to do is let him help us. Amen. So he intercedes on our behalf with sighs and groanings, too deep for words. Verse 27 says, And he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because the Spirit intercedes before God on behalf of God's people in accordance with God's will. And we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together for the good as a plan. Now, see, when God works things together for the good, he ain't just working bad stuff out. But the Holy Spirit has intervened. Our spirit man has cried out. Holy Spirit is praying with utterances that cannot be figured out. Sometimes it's just a groaning. Because, see, sometimes we get in situations where we're so overwhelmed, we can't say a word. But the Holy Spirit knows our hearts and reads our hearts. Not, don't ever think that God is not with you. Don't ever. And the devil, that's the first thing he's going to tell you. Hmm. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah, well, maybe I shouldn't have. But there is mercy and grace for me. Amen. Hallelujah. There's always repentance. You can repent for anything. Amen. Anything. And what, what does God do? Throws it into the sea of forgetfulness. He's forgotten it already. Amen. Just learn. Learn from every bad experience. We learn from every bad experience. Where was I at? 29? For those whom he knew, foreknew. Let's see. I read 28. He works all things together for the good. For those who are called according to his plan and purpose. For those whom he foreknew and loved and chose beforehand. Are y'all here? Beforehand. He also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son and untime what am I, I'm sorry and ultimately shared in his complete sanctification so that he would be the firstborn, the most beloved and honored among many believers. Amen. And those whom he predestined he also called, and those whom he called he also justified, declaring free of the guilt of sin. And those whom he justified, he also glorified, raising them to the heavenly dignity. I like this. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So in other words, God went so far beyond what we needed. We were trying not to dig a foxhole to hide from the devil because we're in a war. But he went way back, and you see he shared us with us the plans and the purposes for our lives. He went so far back and did that 2,000 years ago. So what you need today is already done. Amen? It is already done. So that's the legal side of our redemption. We know legally that we're in a a covenant with God, and that stuff cannot be undone. God doesn't want to undo it. He wants us to get on board with what he's doing. Amen? And behold, these days he's doing a new thing. Hallelujah. Don't you just know it? Can you feel it? Can you see it? Can you touch it? Amen. 
I believe Amos 9.13 is speaking to us right now. It's the new thing. One of the new things. God is always doing new things. Amen. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit takes part with us, making our weak prayers effective by praying the will of God for us, in us, through us. Amen. And you need it right now. In other words, the minute you cry out and you, you say, I need you now, he's there. He was there even before you cried out. Hallelujah. So we can pray effective prayers. The Holy Spirit helps us. Effective and mighty for whatever you need. It's for whatever you need. It's to battle your discouragement, your depression, your unfaithfulness, your sin, every sin. You know, there's nothing that you can't do that God can't heal, that he won't forgive. Let, let me say this. Whatever it is that you have done wrong, if you've submitted it under the mighty hand of God, let it go. Let it go because God already has. Let it go. And when the devil brings it back to your mind, you tell the devil, uh-uh, you're not stealing this from me. See, let me tell you what he's doing. He's trying to steal the blessings. He's trying to steal what God has already prepared for you. And so all you need to do is come out of condemnation. Come out of condemnation and tell this is what I do to the devil. Yeah, I did that. So what? It's already under the blood. I plead the blood. Amen. Hallelujah. It's already under the blood and you're not bringing it back to me. Amen. And then here he comes two hours later. I tell him the same thing. And he leave you alone because the devil is hard-headed. And he wants to keep, see, if he can keep you down with your past faults, he can do anything to you because he knows you're not going to fight back. It's like, yeah, I was not in wisdom. I was not doing what I was supposed to do. My mind was all over the place. But tell him, but I'm straight. I'm straight on that. Amen. I got God's approval. And he is working for me in a mighty way. Amen. And I am victorious. I am victorious in him, through him, by him, with him. I am victorious. And everything that, tell him this, everything that my hands touch will prosper. Amen. Hallelujah. Get him out of your finances. Get him out of your bank account. Amen. Because if you threaten him with more money, he'll leave what little bitch you got alone. <laughs> Amen. Get you another account. Keep stacking it up. I mean, we got to get from under this hammer of the devil. We got to get from under that. Y'all hearing me? How do you just, we got to think differently. We got to talk differently. We got to understand what God has already done legally on Calvary. 30, I mean, 3,000, 2,000 years ago. Sorry about that. I was thinking about something else. We've got to know these things. Even when you don't feel it, don't allow emotionalism to decide what you're going to do with God. Don't let a, a don't allow, emo, and don't make decisions based on your emotions. That's the wrong time to make a decision. Amen. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit makes intercession for us. So allow him to intercede in your behalf. 
until you get a rhema word. Because if he's interceding for you, he's definitely going to speak a word of wisdom to you. And, and that's your next move. Amen. Because what if, what if you don't do the right thing? What if you don't make the right move? What if you heard wrong? You just go back. Repent and go back. Reignite your relationship with God. And say, you know, God, I I heard wrong. And I'm asking you to help me. Enhance my understanding and my knowledge. It's like this. You, You are never at a disadvantage as long as you're in the kingdom. Never at a disadvantage. Amen. The devil just wants you to think you are. Well, yeah, you shouldn't have bought that, and you shouldn't have done that. But you're still, you're not at a disadvantage because you have repentance. Now, I would suggest people to repent quicker. Amen. Hold short accounts with God. And the quicker you repent, the more freedom you have. Amen. Amen. But you are never at a disadvantage being a child of God. Never. Well, why do I feel? Because you're in your head. And you're not listening to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't ever make decisions based on your emotion. Jesus wasn't emotional. He wasn't an emotional person. Now, he was full of compassion. The Bible says he was full and he moved with compassion. But he wasn't emotional. He didn't make it because everything he did, he did with that assurance. He did it with style. He did it with strength. You know, he did everything well. The Bible says he went around doing good. So he does all things well. And he he doesn't have to look back and try to figure out if he did the right thing. He know he did the right thing. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we have to keep in mind about what's what's real and what's not real. Amen. Hallelujah. So he forever, the Holy Spirit forever makes intercession for us in the time of trouble according to the, according to the will of God. In other words, he's not doing anything illegal to you or for you. He's not breaking any boundaries. He's not breaking in any stores for you because I want that dress. <laughs> and I want that. He's not doing that. That's the other you. He's not doing that. Amen. He's doing all things for you well. He's doing it now. He's a now God. The only reason we think he hasn't done what we need him to do is because we haven't received it now. Got to receive it. Well, that didn't go over well. (laughs) Still true. (laughs) He does everything according to the will of God. So if he's doing things according to the will of God, he's doing all things well. We have to receive it. Amen. Despite obstacles, despite what you're thinking, despite how you feel, you have to understand and know that God has already taken care of what you need. Amen. Hallelujah. And then he works all things together for the good. He don't just work them out. Because some things he don't want worked out in your favor because it ain't for you. Amen. He don't want bad stuff for you. He wants the good things for you. Some stuff ain't good. I don't like that. Well, he works all things together for the good. Well, he ain't working that bad stuff into my life. 
Are y'all in this? Does that make sense? He's not working that stuff out. He's working those things out that cooperates with the will of God into the good of, for you. Amen. And so we have to trust God that he's doing the right thing for you. Amen. But we still need to cast down imaginations when we get into those situations where the devil's looking us straight in the face. Or when you get so discouraged and depressed that you just get like, I can't fight anymore. You got to cast down. You got to start talking to yourself. And you stop you have to stop letting and allowing the the devil to whisper in your ear. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, whispering in your ear. Like the witch that blowing people's ear so that she can stop you from hearing. Are y'all here? He who has an ear, let him hear. It's what the word says. But the devil does not want you to hear, so he'll blow in your ear. Uh, you get it one day. He'll blow in your ear so you can't hear. Amen. To them who are called according to his purpose. Amen. Purpose is everything. It's everything. It's the reason you're here. You're here for a purpose. God gave you an assignment for a purpose. Amen. How many of you know you can't stop an assignment? You can't get from under an assignment. Whatever God has for you, whatever's in your cup, you got to do it. Amen. And But the Holy Spirit is there to help you with your assignment. He is there to help you get everything done that you're supposed to get done. He is there to help you through everything. But you have to trust him. Amen. It's not for you to work this out. It's not for you to work it out. But you have to remain in the spirit of God, remain in the faith of God, and keep advancing in your faith. When you advance in your faith, you start pulling up everything you know, shooting it at the devil. Everything that you've understood, you know, the word of God, you, you, you stay with that. And you continue to shoot the word inside of your mind and your heart until that thing moves off of you, to the depression goes or the discouragement goes or the anger. Whatever it is that you're dealing with, the word of God can take care of it because it's already made for that. It's made for you to use. That's your ammunition. Those are the weapons of your warfare. The weapons of your warfare is the word of God. Amen. Every spiritual... Um, Every spiritual weapon is in the Word of God. Amen. Every word that you need. Sometimes you need a word in season, that uh, um, rhema word. God's already spoken. Everything we need is inside of heaven. Everything that we need. God doesn't leave us fatherless. <laughs> he doesn't leave us. We're sons and daughters. We're his children. And he doesn't leave us wondering and worried. That's the devil. Amen. But he, God is working in the midst of all of this craziness to help us and to keep us. How many of you believe that? Amen. Hallelujah. Then whatever is standing in front of you, command it right now to move in Jesus' name. Why don't we do that?
Father, I I thank you for the commandments. I thank you for the blessings. I thank you for what's already been done, already been done for us. And, Father, we command the devil to get out of our way right now in Jesus' name. We break your power, Satan. We break it. We command you to go. Leave our situation. Leave our minds. Leave our hearts. Leave our homes. Leave our children alone, our grandchildren. Let every situation go that pertains to us. Let it go in Jesus' name. And we call on the power of God. And we thank you that we are not alone, Lord God, that you've given us the necks of our enemies. You've given us everything that we need, everything that's pertaining to life and godliness. You've already done it. And we thank you, and we give you all the honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. And praise God. He's already done it. All we're doing is calling on what he's already done. When you're in the battle, in the thick of the battle, remember God's already provided whatever you need. He's already provided your spiritual weapons. He's already placed people in your life that you're going to need. Sometimes they'll try to start working against God. But you just have to pull them on back and say, uh-uh, God put you in my life to help me. <laughs> Amen. And you're going to help me. Amen. You know, sometimes the devil starts, he talks to everybody. And sometimes people get their assignment confused. And so you just have to bring them on back around to what God has already told you, what he's already shown you. Amen. That's a purpose. That's the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to keep us well-rounded. And, and cause us to remember what God's already done for us. If we could remember that it's already been given, it's already been given, then we can call, call it down whenever we need it. I have one more scripture. 1 John 2.27. Verse 27. Hallelujah. It says, But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you do not need that anyone teach you. But as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and is true, it is not a lie. And just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. Amen. You will abide in him. The anointing is on your life. Amen. Amen. Do you understand the anointing? It puts you over and it teaches you all things. Never underestimate God and his power because he's working things out for you. You're not left alone in this fight. Most, most of most of the time, the turmoil is on the inside of us. And if we could just get us straight and keep us straight. See, Jesus got us straight, but we need to keep ourselves straight. Amen? And so if we could do that, we wouldn't have any problems. 
Amen. Because when the devil comes, we can just whack him. Whack him like Jesus whacked him. He just gave him the word, and it said the Bible says he left. Because he, he's no match for the word. He already knows. But he likes to play with your head. Amen. God guarantees the ultimate good results. Not only do you get good results, you get the ultimate good results when you incorporate God in your fight. Don't ever try to go and fight without God. Amen. Stay with faith and keep hearing the word of God. Proverbs 4.20 says, my son, attend to my word. Amen. Incline thy ear. Those who have an ear, let them hear. You got to start protecting what you hear. I know that may not sound cool now, but somewhere between now and next week, that's going to be rhema word. <laughs> Those who have an ear, let them hear. And stop listening to stuff that's going to pollute your spirit. Are y'all here today? Let the word not depart from your eyes and keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life. They are life and health. The word of God is life and health. Life to those that hear it, receive it, listen to it, acknowledge it. Health to your flesh. Because the word has healing power. And so we have to understand and know and incorporate these things in your everyday life. And the devil won't have a place to lay dormant and attack you when you least expect it. You'll say, come bring it on, you know. Because, see, you'll know. You'll know his strategies. And really, I, I don't think the devil, he has a strategy, but his strategy ain't smart, you know. Because he just be throwing everything out there. You ever heard, felt like some stuff was coming to you from all? That's how, that's how inconsistent the devil is. You know what I'm saying? He just throw anything he can. But God is consistent. And his power is real. His plan and purpose for us is, is what can I say? It's, it's eternal, and he never stops working for us, never. You're never alone. You're not fighting this devil by yourself. You're never alone. God is with you. Isaiah 53, 5 says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of his peace was upon us, and by his stripes we are. We were. It's already been done. Amen. So what God has done is a sure thing because look how long ago that event took place and it's just as real in our hearts today. And it will save you today. That, at, that event that happened over 2,000 years, years ago is still saving souls. Amen. Still, you know why? Because it's powerful and it's mighty. And it's sharp. It's the word of God. Amen. God knows what he's doing. We need to reevaluate our position. It's like if you're in a situation and you don't know what to do, reevaluate your position. But this time, include God in your equation. Amen. And you will not 
look, you, it's okay to wage war with the devil because you already won. But see, you still, you got to remember what happened over 2,000 years ago, and everything that you need is already guaranteed. Amen. It's already guaranteed. This is not a hope and a something that you just uh, betting on, but this has been tried, and it's true. It's already done. All we have to do is, look, it's so important to know who you are. Know who you are. Know who God is and know what he's done for you. Know your rights. You know, God is, amen, he's written us a blank check. Fill it in. Whatever you need. Fill it in. Fill it in the right way. Amen. And stop hanging on to the world. That's what cancels out your check. These little, a little leaven spoils everything. Let it all go. Stop trying to carry that thing in. Let it go. Amen? Won't fit. It don't work. It's illegal anyway. That thing that you keep trying to pull into the kingdom with you and make it right is illegal. I don't know what that means, so don't ask me. It won't work. Only things that work is what Christ has done for us. Amen? Amen. Don't don't allow wrong things in your life because you'll be stuck with it. Amen. That was for somebody. I don't know. Attend to the word of God. My son, attend to my words. Hallelujah. Incline thy ear. Those who have an ear, let them hear. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life. I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to somebody out there. The word of God is life to you. Don't count God out. Don't count him out of your situation. He's a very present help in a time of danger. Amen. Amen. So come out of boot camp. Stop being afraid. And get this war done. Get it done. Amen. God is waiting on you. You're not waiting on him. He's waiting on you. Amen. Praise God. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you and we just bless you, Father God. Amen. Oh.